Friendshiping is proud to be part of the Chicago Podcast Cooperative. This episode is sponsored by Cards Against Humanity, who asked us not to read an ad. Enjoy the show. I'm Jen. And I'm Trin. This This is Friendshiping! And the theme this week is... Um... Hmm. The theme this week is Trin. It is. <laughs> There's so much happening yeah. this week. The theme this week is cactus friend, ghosting, introverting. The ghost of the cactus friend. The no, that's okay. Well, just listen to the episode and somebody tell us what the theme is. <laughs> Friendship between humans has many benefits, but sometimes there is drama and you want to call it quits. Don't write nasty subtweets or punch them in the tits. View friendship at the problem. Trin, I think this is our last episode before Crimbus. Yes. I want to air a holiday grievance. Before the grievance, let's really quick. Okay. Everybody, we're not doing an episode next week. We're taking it off. We're going to take care of ourselves and recover from our family Crimbus parties. I'm going to read by the fireplace, bitch. Yeah, I'm going to read by the fireplace, bitch, too. I don't have a fireplace. I'm going to read by a heating pad. (laughs) Okay, Jen. Here's my holiday. Holiday grievance. Why do companies in commercials sex up Christmas? What do you mean? (laughs) Okay. Just Google sexy Christmas. Okay, I'm doing it. Why does Victoria's Secret have sexy santa outfits why are there shirtless dudes in santa hats why why is christmas sexy holy shit i know it bothers me every year and i want to be clear i'm a sex positive person you know like whatever you want to do your body your choice whatever it's awesome but there's just something wrong about having sex on christmas I'm going to send who you... Who feels sexy on Christmas anyway? I'm sending you a picture of this man who is painfully sexy looking. Uh, he looks like angry, angrily... Great, can you have a look? Angry and painful sexy. That is exactly how I would describe him. Like he uh, has, he's like wincing. Well, it's because he, what he has on... Okay, so imagine Lilu from uh, Fifth Element with the suspenders. You know what I'm... Imagine, yeah, yeah. So he's got suspenders that go all the way down to his dong. And just hold up his dong in a in a Santa hat, and he's he's uh, got his hands out as though he he can't understand what's happening to him, and he appears to be screaming happily. His business is in a little Santa hat, right? His business That's is also insane. strapped to his shoulders. Ouch! Right, Ooh. I know. Uh, I don't know why Christmas is sexy, and I think that the reason why we put Christmas in the middle of the winter is because winter is so upsetting, and so we need something to do. We need do. something, yeah. Maybe it's people because it's cold out and people don't really have anything to do. So they're like, well, might as well fuck. Save I guess. it for New Year's Eve. I Save it for Valentine's Day. Yeah. Who wants to have no one should be having sex on Christmas? I agree. <laughs> you're There's full of gravy and pine needles. Yeah. And like you're it's just not a good idea. That's my advice to you. No sex on Christmas this year. <laughs> Man, I'm just like because people talk about like a Yule log, you know, <laughs> going to lay you down by the Yule log. I don't I've never. What? Yeah, you, a Yule log. That's a thing. Is a thing. Wait, what what is do a you log? think a Yule log is? I'm looking it up. Yule log. It's not like a dick. Okay, I'm glad you established that you don't believe. That's oh, a Yule log is a dessert. I thought that the Yule log was a uh... like a log in a fire. Yeah. Well, I thought it was a dick. Well, listen. It, it, here's the truth. Sex on Christmas is very confusing. I think that that's one thing that we have determined here on FriendshipingPodcast.com. <laughs> We stand against having sex on Christmas. I'm taking a stand. Yeah. I'm behind you. Thank you. Backing you up. Thank you. Backing that thing up. No. Ah, you're getting Wait, too sexy. Shit, nope. Damn it. Oh, fuck. All right. The closer we get to the holidays, 
Yes. The less sex you have to have. <laughs> I'm really sorry. I'm sorry, Trin. So like thumbs, thumbs the rules. Get it in now. Yeah, literally now. Like pause Put this episode. In. Go take care of business. And come back. Come back. And then that's it until New Year's Eve. You can't do it again. All right. Well, um, this has been Friendshipping with Jen and Trin. Please don't have sex ever for any reason. Goodbye. <laughs> Okay, so now that was my banter that had nothing to do with what this episode is about, but I really needed to get it off my chest. Elves are not sexy. Elves? Yeah. Legolas is pretty sexy, but he's Ooh. not a Christmas elf. Have you ever seen the Chronicles of Shannara? The no, Shannara sure Chron- have not. Chronicles or whatever sure it is? Not. It's this terrible MTV show. Uh, you know what? I was going to go into talking about how bad this show is. It's an MTV show Looking that is... Um, it's basically MTV put all of their budget into like the special effects and stuff for the show. People look pretty sexy, I have to no, say. They're not. Really? The main character is this guy. I don't know what the fuck his stupid name is. It's like Chris. Who knows? <laughs> and he's a half elf, half human. And these two incredibly beautiful women like fall for him for no reason. And he's have you ever seen the Disney Channel original movie Brink? Have I seen Brink? I know. We've talked about this. Brink is like one of my favorite movies of all time. You have to skate for love, not for money. That's right. Yes. Anyway, he reminds me of the main character of Brink, except really stupid. And he just kind of like stares at the camera with his like wavy elf hair and is and is just like uh, upset about things for the entire. <laughs> and these two beautiful women fight over him. Anyway, it's super bad. I don't even know why I'm talking about this. We're the episode is, is about cactus friends. I guess we should get into the episode. So let's talk. Can we talk real quick about the question before we get into the question? Yes. Good call. I think that we should come clean. I think we should come clean to our audience. Okay. Let's be honest here. Here's the truth, guys. We already recorded this episode once, but we were so mean that we deleted it and we had to record it again. We were cranky and tired and a little impatient with this email we got. So Jen was cranky and tired. I genuinely am mad about this email. <laughs> I, I just uh, so the good news is that Jen is the one who looks at the emails. I have no idea who these are from. Jen knows. Uh, I don't remember though. Like it immediately poofs out of my brain when That's I copy true. and paste it into our doc. We have a gigantic doc, and she just like throws the questions in there with like any, without the context of the email address. Anyway, I don't. I'm really I'm, excited to get into this because Trin is flustered. I am really happy that I have a Jen to be the other side of the argument where I will be very mad this whole episode. I, it's not going away. It's not going away. <laughs> Own it. So so let's define a few things that are going to come up today. Yeah. So cactus friend, would you like to take cactus friend? Yeah, a cactus friend is a term that we're borrowing from our friend Kate, right? Yeah, Kate Welch. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't, I think she made it up. Um, I don't know for sure, but I've decided that she's going to get credit for creating this term. Yeah, a cactus friend is a friend that doesn't need a lot of attention or watering to feel loved. You can just check in on them. They need, they need some sunlight and water once in a while, but they don't need constant phone calls, texts, visits to feel loved and to be your friend. Yes. Let's also define introvert. Because that comes up in here. And an introvert is somebody who gets their energy from in their internal life. They don't, it sounded like, like Jesus-y. That sounded very Christian. But what I really. Tis the season. Tis the season. Um, but what I, re, what I mean is that um, they need to, they recharge their, their emotional battery by being alone, uh, by their internal thought processes. They have a rich internal life. And, yeah. that, and that doesn't mean that extroverts are stupid, loud, shallow. shallow idiots. They just like. 
like being around people and they get they charge their emotional battery by being around people. There's nothing bad about being an introvert or an extrovert unless you're the person in this quest. Yeah, unless you're this one person. I'm sorry, everyone. Okay. Oh, man. Jen? Want me to read it? I would love it because you know what? If you read this question... I will like the person better. Pretend because... it's me asking. Oh, I will. Okay. What a good idea. Yeah. You'll be very you'll be very tender to me. I will always. <laughs> <laughs> Stroking your cheek. <laughs> a turn is now in my lap. <laughs> Cozy. <laughs> Here we go. Is that is that a Yule log? Or are you just excited to see okay. me? Okay. Calm down. Ian, I said that. no sexy Christmas. Don't cut it, Ian. That was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> I like you. Because you paused to think of it and then you said it. Oh, I was, I, th- I was like, is, it, is this worth it? Yes. And you it, decided it was. Please leave it. All oh, right, I love fine. you. I'm assuming most people are familiar with the idea that long stretches of time without contact causes relationships to fade. If you've ever been on a hugs and sleepovers level with someone and then spend a couple months without keeping in touch at all, regardless of reason, the next time you do get in touch, things can be awkward. Most likely, you're not going to be at that same hugs and sleepovers level of intimacy anymore. I tend to refer to this as relationship decay, and that is perfectly normal and reasonable, unless you're me. I I always get out of breath when I read. Well, I think it's just you're exhausted by this person. (laughs) (laughs) That's a very generous and nice read of that trend. so mean. Being primarily a cactus friend and an introvert, I'm slow to build up friendships, and that's fine. However, I don't seem to register the decay and awkwardness that comes from bouts of ghosting. Even if it's been months, in a few cases, over a year or two, without any contact, whenever I get a chance to talk to an old friend, I'm ready to pick up exactly where we left off. This only serves to make things more awkward than they already are. In a few instances, even cost me the friendship entirely by making me come across as a bit too weird. As for me, I still can't register the decay emotionally at all, so I do the other thing and make sure to be mindful of it when I meet anyone I haven't talked to in a while. And from there, I let them set the initial tone. If they pick up where we left off, that's usually after a few rounds of ghosting and they've learned I have no sense of time at all. So great. If they pick a slower pace, that's fine too. I can then mirror at whatever level they're comfortable with while we work our way out of the catch-up phase together, trying to steer clear of as much awkwardness as we can. If you have any other thoughts, I'd love to hear them. And if people like me exist and are still struggling to find a way to cope, this might be a helpful thing to talk about. So the overview of this question really is that this person is an introvert and a cactus friend, and they can go long bouts without seeing or talking to their friends. And when they see them again, things are a little bit awkward because they haven't talked in a while, but the asker feels comfortable with them while the other person doesn't necessarily. And so they solve this by mirroring the lower level of familiarity, which is exactly what we would tell them to do. That is good. That is some good shit. We would tell you to step back and mirror what the other person feels. Yes, absolutely. I I think that you are solving your problem correctly, which is listen, don't go in for the hug, be careful of boundaries. But here is what we are going to do. We are going to give a tip of our hat and a wag of our finger to this asker, who, by the way, didn't really ask a question. No, there's no question in this in this email. They just prompted us to give our thoughts, which Mm. we are going to do. Did they prompt us to give their thoughts? Yeah, they said, if you have any other thoughts, I'd love to hear them. I think that they emailed us to tell us how well they solved their own problem. Which, okay, we can (laughs) pat you on the back for that. Yes, honestly, we can. It's true. This is a pretty good solution. However, you're living your life incorrectly. Let me tell you how. (laughs) Like any good feel-good advice show, we're going to point out all the things you're doing wrong. 
So cactus is not a verb. Being a cactus friend is not a verb. You don't cactus on somebody. Cactus refers to your own knees, not somebody else's at all. So it's your ability to survive without much watering. You don't cactus somebody else. That's called ghosting. Okay, when you stop talking to them, that's a thing that you do when you want to stop talking to a person and you think it's too awkward to say, I need to stop talking to you. Or when you have so much on your plate emotionally that you can't water your friends. That's ghosting, which is what you're doing, which is rude. Not good. We have to talk about that because you mentioned twice that there have been several rounds of ghosting. We got it. What? You've lost friends because you've ghosted on your friends so much. Ghosting, although. Can we talk about why it's called ghosting, by the way? Because ghosts yes. haunt shit. Yeah. So they th- linger. That's a really good point. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. The the whole idea about ghosts is that you can't get fucking rid of them. No, and ghosting means leaving, which you should stop doing that. Yeah. Why are you ghosting so much? <laughs> what can we say? What are they doing instead? They're like they're in- evaporating. They're leaving. They're the, floating away. They're floating away. Yeah. Like like so much ghost. They're apparating into a different place. Ghosting does not work for maintaining friendships, Trin. I yeah. know you know this. <laughs> no, I, I absolutely do. And when people ghost, again, it's it's the it's not quite the nuclear option, but it is like an H bomb, you know? Yeah, I mean that's a it's a big deal to ghost on a friend. Right. I think what this person is actually describing is that they're just too lazy to keep up with their friends. Yeah. Like you, my mom, and I'm sure many other people's mothers have said this, is you have to be a friend to keep a friend. I love that. You do. It's true. And if your friends are texting you and emailing you and calling you and, and all the stuff and you're ignoring them and then you show up one day and you're like, well, let's have a hug. And they're like, I haven't talked to you in eight months. Yeah. You have to be respectful of that distance and not say, well, it's because they're not an introvert or a cactus friend. Or it's because they know I don't have a good sense of time. Right. No, that's not a thing. You're an adult human. You have to understand time. Right. Yeah. And I understand that can be a weakness. I yes. understand. I do. I do have friends that the the way they run their day and the way they live their month is baffling to me because they they just don't have a schedule and I schedule everything in my life. I understand there are differences in how you handle time and agendas. But by ignoring your friends, you are putting all the work on them. Right. Yeah. Like if you're a cactus friend, that's okay. It is okay to be an introvert and a cactus friend. But if you are repeatedly ignoring your friends for long stretches of time and they are say a purple waffle plant rather than a cactus, they need some humidity and regular watering and filtered low level light, that sort of thing. You can't give your cactusness to them. Maybe you just can't be friends with purple waffle plants. Yeah, maybe you need other cactus friends. Maybe you're in the wrong greenhouse. Wow, Jen, that was fucking deep. <laughs> you might be in the wrong greenhouse. You need to be with all the other succulents. Your princess you- is another greenhouse. You know, succulents aren't that easy to take care of are there i've heard that they are i think that's bullshit i think whoever whoever spread that lie is in trouble this christmas because <laughs> i think they're hard anyway we could talk about that in my other my other show gardening with jen we could do a segment at the end <laughs> check in on jen's plans so ultimately like again it is okay to be a cactus friend it is okay to be an introvert but your actual trouble is that you're expecting to find a solution to the difference that you have in your needs and the, and the needs that your friends have. There is not one. 
you either have to give them more attention or you have to get new friends. That's uh, such a good point. Yeah, stop being friends with staghorn ferns. They need to be watered for 15 minutes every single week. Are you serious? Yeah, you have to like soak them in water. Wow. Yeah, you should not be friends with a staghorn fern. Right. As beautiful as they are. Like, okay, so the worst interpretation of this person's question is that they are rude as hell. <laughs> they ignore people and they're like, well, I guess they, they just, they need more care And than they think I it's do. cool to sex up Christmas and that is not okay. They want somebody to ride their Yule log <laughs> into, into a Christmasville. All, all night long. All night long. And that is not cool. Okay, no. what is the best interpretation? But the best interpretation is that they simply don't know that it's not okay to ignore people all the time. I feel like some of our listeners might be surprised to hear us say that because all the time we talk about putting yeah. up boundaries introverting is okay take care of yourself be alone because Trin and I are like that yes but we are never giving you permission to just ignore people you don't just bounce you need people right. I'm sorry but you do well I mean it can even be something like you send a text that says I'm a little emotionally overwhelmed lately I'm sorry I haven't been in touch I've been thinking of you yeah. you know you respond to their emails with even like the other day, I emailed my friend back saying, I've read this email and acknowledged this email, but I got in the middle of the workday and I will respond to you in a few hours. That is so good. I've done that too. So we're, again, you're totally, Jen, you're totally right. People are going to be surprised that we're saying, don't ignore people. Don't ignore people because we do want you to take the time and space for yourself. But the truth is that there are consequences for that. Yeah. I mean, we can't pretend that consequences don't exist. If that happens, like, if that happens, Trump becomes president again. Yeah. We're, we're not ignoring consequences or realities here. Right. I think you're expecting to find a solution to this and then never have problems again. Woof. That's not how solutions work. So we can. So the, the, the solve that you have right now is good. And if you add on to that solve, like occasionally text your friends and don't ignore them and ghost them. Also very good. However, you will still be a cactus and an introvert and they will still be extroverts and purple waffle plants and you'll never have a perfect solve for this. You have not like tied this up and put a little bow on it and put it on a shelf and now it's all good and done. Right. No, you got to keep working. Right. We're not letting you off the hook here. We don't let anyone off the hook. You we have, have to, never. We never. Everyone is always on the hook and we're always ready to yell at them. We have a, a large assortment of hooks. We have a weird locker, <laughs> weird meat locker situation. Everyone is always... <laughs> we have like the most fucked up greenhouse. <laughs> so we're not saying that like life is always a disaster. Sometimes it is. But it's like your life doesn't have to be crumbling around you for you to work on it. Like you still got to work on your shit. There's no there's no easy one off check mark fix this. It just doesn't happen. All right. I'm an introvert and a cactus friend. So therefore, everything will be OK because I've identified what I need. No. no, we're not giving you permission to stop there. Nope. <laughs> Unfortunately, you can't you can't do that. We're giving you homework. And I think, you know, this sucks. But solving an issue will never feel that romantic or glamorous. Yeah. Like Aaron Sorkin has ruined this for all of us. We really want <laughs> we really want to stand up and President Bartlett to clap us on the back and be like, you did it, son. <laughs> you, or like we want we want everyone in the Oval Office to burst into applause when we have solved this this issue in our friendship. But it's not like that. Most emotional problems are solved invisibly. Yeah. So here's what to do. Pat yourself on the back, but then get back to work. Yeah, you I know that I was mean, but 
No, you did. not mean enough. <laughs> now I'm now I'm <laughs> absorbing your anger and I'm getting angry. So you did have a decent solution, but also it was like maybe a quarter way solution. The other three quarters part of this solution is to stop fucking ghosting on people. If I repeatedly tried to make contact with a friend, just checking in on them, just saying hi, and then I didn't see them for a year, and then they hugged me when I saw them, I'd be like, what, 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 what? I'm offended. Like, who are you yeah. and what are you doing? Because here's the thing. Uh, I, I'm pretty laid back about this kind of thing because I, uh, I know everyone has shit going on. So I wouldn't be horrified, and like, but I would be confused and offended. And of course it would be awkward. Are you? You need to understand why is it awkward when you see all these people again? It's because of what you're doing or rather what you're not doing. Right. Don't expect someone to be kind to you after you've been unkind and ignorant to them. Yeah. I mean, can't we just instead of like solving this issue in the moment, can't you like take 10 steps back and solve it before it happens? Right. And if you are incapable of that, that's totally fine. Then you are an extreme introvert and that is totally acceptable. But... Realize that the issue is not in their inability to be cool with you after you ignore them. It's in you ignoring them. Yeah, Trent, you said something really important, which is if this is you, that is okay. You are valuable and loved, but you do have to, we we just think you have to do a little bit more work. Yeah. There's a big difference. Number two on our list of solves, there is a big difference between being a cactus friend and just ignoring somebody's need for contact because you don't also need it. Friendship is a balance between your needs and theirs. And there is a middle ground there between their texting every day and your texting every few months. Maybe it's a text every couple of weeks. Maybe it's a couple of tweets here and there. Again, you have to be a friend to have a friend. So when that friendship evaporates, you got to take some blame for that. And number three, if you can't find this balance, just stop being friends with purple waffle plants. So what's the kind of fern? Staghorn fern. Staghorn fern. That just sounds like some kind of Harry Potter. It absolutely sounds like a friend of Aragorn's. Yeah. Like the a staghorn. It's it's definitely um in like Madame Pomfrey's. Wait, that's the nurse. <laughs> it doesn't matter. It could be in her. It could be in the hospital wing. She's probably got some herbs. Like whatever. Insert nerd reference here. You guys know I'm cool. <laughs> But I mean, like, number four, other than that, this person's actually doing okay. Like, other than the fact that they're kind of being a dick to their friends. (laughs) Which, you know, we totally accept here on a podcast about friendship. I mean, we both have been dicks on our own rights. We've all been like, you know, I wanted to make another eulog joke here. We'll just we'll just have the audience make it for themselves right here. Make your own eulog joke. Ready? That was really funny. Come oh, on. my God. LOL. <laughs> but that, but that's really reasonable of you to deal with the problem by mirroring your friend's lower level of closeness until they warm up. The thing is, is that you probably shouldn't have let them cool down. Boom. Burn. <laughs> burnt. <laughs> you burnt. You burnt. Wrecked. Oh. Slay. Well, I'm just wondering also, what's I have no sense of time mean? I don't. Um, hmm. Well, I'm not really friends with people that have no sense of time because I have such a strong sense of time and know exactly where, to, where I want to be, like down to the hour. So I wouldn't mesh well with someone who didn't have a good sense of time. I feel like if I were this person, I would set like Google alerts and reminders for like, oh, you haven't talked to Steven in a few days. Oh, that's a good fix. You know, like I set calendar reminders for like taking a vitamin. Yeah, and st- me too. So like, yeah, just do that with your buddies. I mean, I live and die by my calendar. So I, when someone says they have no sense of time, I'm like, what do you, what you do? How do you do? I mean, 
<laughs> How do you get, know when to eat food? Yeah, I get nervous just thinking about that. I mean, okay, it has been a weird year for time. For sure. Like, Vine, Vine ended this year. And that's like the 400th thing to happen to us. Are you fucking kidding yeah. me? 2017 is when yeah. Vine ended? Yeah. I feel right? like it was like 10 years ago. I know. I understand if your your internal calendar is off in 2017 because so much has happened in, in such a small time frame. You know what I think would be a good move for this person is uh, to start remembering people's birthdays. That is a great first move. Simply because it's something that you can throw in your Google calendar. You can throw it in whatever app you use and it'll remind you and you, you have a reason to reach out to that friend then and then they feel thought of and loved on a special day. It's like in Stardew Valley. How you can give gifts, you can give two gifts to uh, your friends a week. That's great. But if you give them a present on their birthday, it like counts for double because it's a special day. That's beautiful. That's really good. Yeah, man. Um, I have a spreadsheet that has all my friends' birthdays and like uh, ideas for gifts for them and things like that. I strongly recommend that you copy off of me and, and take me on as your patron saint and savior and just like do a spreadsheet and remember people's stuff when you can. Send postcards. <laughs> yeah, buy our postcards. Buy our postcards. Feel good about yourself for $20 plus shipping. Johnny, <laughs> you're the best. So is there anything else we want to say to this person? Like what else is another good move for somebody who's because here's the thing, Jen, we both have had problems wanting to have friends, but being bad at being a friend. Yeah, absolutely. This is not like a new problem. This is pretty common. Right. And I don't think you need to overhaul your life in one day. No. But I like Trin's idea of starting small with like birthdays. Right. Or if you talk to someone, like if you find out they're starting a new job, hey, how did your first day go? Like, just be a little bit better about asking questions, I think. Yeah. I know that this is counter to how you see yourself. You see yourself as somebody who is floating along in their little cactus pod. You don't need anybody. And then all of a sudden, oh, I bumped into you on the river of life floating down. This is so many mixed metaphors. But here's the truth, man. It's nice to see you. Okay, you can't live like that anymore, all right? I know that you are going outside of your comfort zone and outside of how you see yourself, but if you are sad about losing friends and if you feel bad about having to go down to this lower level of familiarity when you see your buddies, then something has to change, and it's you. It's you. It's you. (laughs) So lovely. (laughs) Oh, is that everything? You're going to be okay. This person is definitely going to be okay. They're clearly deeply thinking. They're doing a bit of work about how they behave, but they need to do some work on how they see themselves and their threshold for human communication. Perfectly said. You, you've done some work in this area. Now put some effort into this other area. Right. Can we talk a little bit, and this is a little bit off topic, about introverts and extroverts? Yes. So I, uh, one time a therapist told me that the definition of introvert and extrovert isn't just like how you recharge. It's how you solve problems. Yeah. Do you solve them with other people? Extrovert. Do you solve them internally or with one trusted friend? Introvert. Yeah. Man, that's really interesting because, so I, uh, I I definitely think that there's a certain amount of like introvert, extrovert, um, the whole, I almost said IMDB. What's that? The um the big book? Myers Briggs. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. INFJ, yeah, I, yeah. IMDB. Yep. There we go. 
that's really just um, it, it's perfectly great uh, to identify that way and to categorize yourself that way if it helps you understand yourself better. But it's also like a zodiac for psychologists. Yeah, it's like a little limiting. Right. Yeah. Don't close yourself off to the idea that you might be an extrovert. Right. And please also make sure that you understand that extroverts are some kind of like, what was the word that you used earlier that I loved? It was like superficial or shallow, shallow, yeah, superficial party, shallow, like needing other people and, and wanting to be around other people is a beautiful thing. Yeah, you're probably doing. I totally agree. That is a good point. Yeah. And like, I, I hope that you are not upholding cactus and introvert as these uh, more worthwhile human qualities, because it seems like, I don't know, like they're intellectual or um, not needy or something like that. Being a purple waffle plant and an extrovert is actually a perfectly wonderful way to live. And it's not bad if you want to go to a party. Yeah, I mean, you know, and a couple episodes ago, we, we were talking about this, Trin, and we, we said something like, yeah, Trin and I, we don't see our friends all that often. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, actually, I think I do. In the last two years, I realized I hang out with friends at least twice a week. That's a lot for me. That's a lot, Jen. Yeah, that's a lot. You might be more extroverted than I me. I know. I see my friends. I think you're more extroverted than me, though. So that's... An, well, this who is, knows, right? Who fucks? Who cares? <laughs> fucking cares that's exactly right it's not a contest it's not like um it's interesting because like i think we're all ambiverts mm. in our own special way you know like you have a very close-knit group of buds and i and and i'm extroverted in that i really do seek opinions when i have problems that i yeah. need solving yeah like i super super do but i also need to like you know hole up in my dark cave you and like your solitude blast dashboard confessional and pile cats on myself yeah so Please accept the reality that you are a spectrum of feelings and that sometimes you've got to push yourself towards ends of the spectrum to get the outcomes that you desire, which is having friends. And there are consequences for skipping people's parties. It's okay to skip people's parties. It's okay to cactus off for a while. But that doesn't excuse you from the consequences of those things, such as people don't feel close to you anymore. It's tw almost 2018. Maybe this is the year you push yourself out of your comfort zone just a little. Just yeah. here and there. You don't mm -hmm. have to, again, no life overhaul. But maybe, you know, like, yeah, I am going to have a phone call with this person. Whoa, phone call. Woo. Life is a balance. Yeah. Life is a balance between doing shit that you hate, doing shit that makes you comfortable. I only do things I want to do, so oh, life well. is pretty easy for me. Well, you are internet bad boy, Jen Bain. Yeah. So, I mean. On the... On the, on the Secret Santa thing we're doing for the office trend, the question was like, what would you what would you like to receive that you would never buy for yourself? And my first answer was, oh, I would just buy it for myself. <laughs> but then I deleted that. And I was like, that's not a sun helpful. <laughs> well, this has been friendshiping with Jen and Trin. Uh, ask her. I'm sorry. Sorry. I hope you're OK. <laughs> Merry Christmas. You'll be fine. Yeah. Uh, if you'd like to follow us on Twitter, you can and do friendship. If you'd like to send us a question, please make sure there's a question in your email and email us at friendshippingpodcast at gmail.com. Thanks to Ian Parman for editing. Thank you to Alex Cox for making the studio work. Thank you to Lauren Gallagher for doing our design work. And thank you to Molly Lewis for our beautiful theme song. Do we have a friend of the week this week or is it like Santa or some shit? Our friend of the week is Mrs. Claus. Mrs. Claus, she's doing all the hard work to prop up Santa and yeah, never getting so the credit. So he can work one day a year. <laughs>
oh, sounds really hard. <laughs> he doesn't even make the own, his own toys. Oh my god, he does it. All he does, and he doesn't even like like the the reindeer fly the sleigh. Yeah. What Asshole. are you even doing? Yeah. He's just a symbol. F- fuck you, Tim Allen. <laughs> and I actually think Tim Allen is a Republican, so I think we can say yeah. Fuck he Tim is. He, he is. is. A, oh yeah, and he's a dick too. Oh, yeah, that sucks. Fuck you, Tim Allen. You but, are not the friend of the week. But thank you, everyone else, for listening. You're welcome for talking. Do friendship at the problem. A cactus friend and an introvert, and when they see oh, people, I'm so sorry. I just, <laughs> I just punched my microphone. That's okay. I'm mad too. 